Shit. Fuck. Damn it. Hang on. I'm fixing it so I don't have to like stretch up to try to get to it. <clears throat> okay. Are we good? If I lean back, still can hear me okay? No. Put it a little bit closer. It won't hear now because I'm leaning back here. Hang on. There we go. Okay. You good now? Yeah, I think so. And it literally was called a toy cod. A toy cod. Yeah. Like COD, the, like the fish. Cod. Like the fucking fi- That's fitting. Right? It's just what you want to be putting in and around your vagina. It's a fish. <laughs> yeah. Not. Something named after a fish. Yeah. No. I'm not really sure what they were thinking on that one, but. Wow. It's how they hide shit. That's, that's rough. Yeah. Just a little bit. So I will at least pull up. Come on. Come on. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Gotta get this party started here. I'm, I'm almost there. Booyah. There's all the other toys. There it is. Toy cod two and one thrusting and sucking. Thrusting and sucking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, we need to get you the actual rose. I know. And it was on sale the other day, but. Okay. So are we ready to do episode 17? I am, if you are. I've been fucking ready. Shit's been rolling for six minutes. It says four minutes and 40 seconds, well, mister. The camera has been rolling for All right. five minutes and 14 seconds. Well, then let's get this party on the road. Fuck. Sorry. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another fan fucking tabulous episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. I am your host, Pedro, along with the slutty miss Tink. <laughs> Look at that. Just a little teeny Tink. Tink. <laughs> All right, so we got a show today, like always. Like always. Yeah, and we're doing it on Friday. Yes. Fucking go us. Trying to make it be on the right path. <laughs> yeah, we're on time for once. Sort of. Well, the right day. We're on it's the right day. Fucking late. Yeah. So, um, oh, first things first, I want to cover. Uh, we finished up the Naughty Gym four-week challenge. Yes, we did. Which was through Swing Nation. And you fucking won. Well, I got fifth place. Yes, but that's really good for you. You did really well. I'm proud of you. Wait a second. That's really good for me. Are you calling me a fatty? Okay, no. <gasps> How dare you? No, I'm not calling you a fatty. You just don't really like to work out. And... You were actually committed, and you did it. And you ate healthy as much as you hated that as well. And I drank all the water. You did. You drank so much water. Yeah. I think you drank more water in those four weeks than you did in a hot Alabama summer. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I was floating for four weeks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was one night on the couch that you could hear your stomach like oh, yeah. pinging full of water. Every time I'd move, it'd be like, bloop, 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 bloop. That's why you weren't snacking. You were just full of water. I, I was. I mean, so pro tip, if you don't want to snack, drink a shit just drink water. a lot of water. You won't have any fucking room for food. <laughs> and we're talking like 
not just like a lot of water where you're like, oh, eight glasses. Yeah, no, we're talking like a whole gallon. I did a hundred ounces. No, a hundred liters. No, it's a hundred ounces. Oh, I thought it said liters. No, a hundred ounces is uh sixty four liters, right? No. I thought that's what it was. Sixty four ounces is half a gallon. Right. And our jugs are sixty four ounces. Yeah. So I did a jug and a half every day. Yeah. Sorry, I go off of the MLs in my jug, so... Oh, my God. I know, Fucking I'm special. Tommy bastard. What? It's because I was a vet tech. I can't help it. I go by MLs. Leave me alone. We are in America. We use ounces. They confuse me. I like MLs. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, anyway, so we did that. Um, I got fifth place out of, like, 167 people, so mm-hmm. go me. Yeah. And I got some cool swag out of it. You got did. a couple t-shirts and um, membership to the Naughty Gym for three months. So thank you to uh, Scott and April. Yes. Appreciate that. And I believe I also got a three-month diamond membership to the Swinger Society awesome. website. So cool deal. Looking forward to all that. Um, so big shout out to Swing Nation and the Swinger Society and Naughty Gym. And... uh what else do we have to uh to shout out well oh. well oh yeah we can do another one for vj yeah tink's wearing another one of the super hot outfits that we got from vj's hotspot yes uh it's my little red see-through cutout like nylon yes type it's super comfy i'm not gonna lie so for you those of you bums who don't subscribe to the only fans page you don't get so to- you can't see it right. um but it is like a pretty much see-through red like tank top tube dress yes with like slits s- cut in it with the little ribbon things in between the slits <laughs> and it's yeah. really fucking hot uh and yeah and my titties are like trying to like pull it down <laughs> i think if you have a vagina you should own this piece because uh, yes, it's because really hot also it's easy access because like literally you can just slide it up real quick and super important yeah get get it girls um and it also makes your booty look really nice too yes it does so all right so check out bj's hotspot on facebook mm-hmm. he's the man when it comes to uh all things sexy outfits and toys yes. for your lifestyle needs mm-hmm. all right so uh our first topic which has to do with swing like always is fucking pet peeves what oh, pisses boy. us off everything <laughs> No, that's me. (laughs) That's Uh, true. (laughs) But there was a great post by uh, one of the moderators in our favorite PA group. And he wanted to know what people's pet peeves were. And we all know we have them. Yeah. And there's quite a list here. So I'm just going to go through a couple of the ones that were posted. Okay. Um, So a big one that came up several times is lies and cheating in the lifestyle. So people that, you know, say they're in the lifestyle, but that person's partner doesn't know they're in the lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely sure that happens sometime or two. Yeah. And then of course, like the lies, we get it a lot, uh, with, you know, like males saying that their female half is interested, but then we never even hear from the female, you know, it's always communication with the male and it's like, see ya falling for that bullshit no. and doing this too long um 
And then another big one here is uh, people that, uh, let me see. Oh, the single guys. This is another one. Sorry, single guys, but you're getting called out in this one because we've all seen it. When they hover like in the background and then as soon as the male half of a couple walks away to get a drink or go to the bathroom, boom, they swoop in like fucking vultures. Oh gosh, yes, I And then pretend happen. like they didn't know that the woman was part of a couple. Right. Fucking scumbaggy moves right there. Well, that's just because they're too intimidated to come up to the actual couple. Which, I mean, I, how can you be intimidated? Like, you know what the deal is. It's a fucking swinger party or swinger event. You can't swing if you don't have a partner. That's I mean, kind of the fucking point of it is you're a couple <laughs> and you swing with another couple. <laughs> or, you know, if you're lucky as a single guy, they will bring you in for a male, female, male. Right. That's what I was just going to say. Like, like you would have that chance, but you have to play that card right because yeah. you have to approach both people. Don't be a fucking retard. Like... <laughs> Sorry if people are offended by that word, but like you got to be pretty fucking stupid to do this shit. Like, yeah, the sad part is, is it happens. It happens very often, all the time, every single party. Because any, it's like they treat them like they would at a bar. Yeah, and that's not how it works. They're just like a basic bar slut to them. Yes, like, yes, and that's not how this works. <clears throat> that's not how the lifestyle works at all. Yeah, I mean that's a big one for me. Just because it happens to you all the time. Like as soon as I oh, walk yeah. away, you're surrounded by douchebags. Yep. And it's not even single guys too. Like it'll be the married ones yeah. that are trying to get you to go play with. It's like a single female. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not a unicorn. Please walk along. <laughs> right. Which is one of our pet peeves. Yes. When couples try to like take cool. you as a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. Like they know I'm a part of you and I make that known. But it seems to be where they'll still try to make it be where I'll play. Like, especially like they'll start out with, you know, play with my, with my woman. She really likes females. She thinks you're really, really hot. And then like, she'll talk a little bit. And then all of a sudden the conversation is more towards him. And I'm like, yeah, or, the brakes. <laughs> or like them playing with you. Yes. It's and like, then you're not included. And I'm like, well, that's not how we always do this. And I'm not. I'm not looking to be in that scenario because I'm not a unicorn. I have right. a partner yeah. who I swing with. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty dumb. I mean, if you wanted to play as a unicorn, you wouldn't have to have people seek you out. No. Like, you could have your pick, basically. I mean... That's how the unicorns are. Like, they right. are the ones who can pick. I mean, yes, they're hard to come by, but... When they do, they're the ones who get to decide who they want to play with. And if you're not one of them, you're not one of them. If they end up playing with a whole bunch of couples because that's their thing and they found a whole bunch that they're attracted to, then that's their prerogative. And they can because they're the unicorn and they get to choose. Right. And so here's another good what one. What else is there? People who act like they are entitled to my time and attention. So this is definitely more of a female thing where that... Uh, is a pet peeve for females because us guys don't generally have women who are aggressive like that. Hmm. Okay. You know, so basically it's those guys that jump in your DMS oh. and like basically make it seem like you have to talk to them. Like, Oh, where they, make because you're in the lifestyle, you are entitled 
to, to give them the time of day. Right. And then and those are the type of ones that are also give you those like short worded messages like randomly throughout the day or they'll go a couple days and then message you again and it's not even meaningful conversation so you don't really want to participate right that's i mean it's basically i guess what that post was saying yes um and i guess uh one of the last ones that we'll go over from the group Mm -hmm. is this one kind of hits home to me because being a guy Okay. So if you make a post and you're half naked seeking attention and someone goes through the trouble to comment on it and give you a compliment, the least you can do is throw a like on it, right? Okay. Like, so for us guys, we try to show you women all the love in these Facebook groups and stuff. And you do great at that. But, a lot of you guys do. Oh, yeah. But there's some women that, like he said in that, a comment mm-hmm. like it, it's too much of a bother to go through and say thank you or just throw a like on the comment you know it's like they hit and run yeah you so know. i haven't seen that too much but also there's so many things that get posted throughout each day in multiple different groups but i myself when i post something and i get my notifications i try to go back to every single comment and I try to like it. And if it's a comment, now this is the trick here. If it's a comment that I can't really comment back on, I may not comment on it then. And it's just going to get a like. Well, that's understandable, but there's literally tons of women who don't do anything. And that's, like they just post their half naked picture and that's it. They don't care to comment or like anybody's comments you know, it's like they just want the attention. And I know that's what these groups are for. It's, you know, right for attention and to p- potentially find playmates. Yes. But, I mean, do you really have to play that card of like, well, I'm too good for this? Like, I can't. Because that's what it seems like. So. Like, you can't tell me you're too busy. Like, if you're too busy to come back to a post that you made and you. comment back to the people who have commented on it mm-hmm. or to even throw some likes on their comments. Mm-hmm. Why would anybody even want to attempt to play with you? Because if you don't have time for that, do you think you're going to have time to actually meet up and play with somebody? I mean, I see your, I see your point with that. And I know sometimes like when I was working, I would post something and I wouldn't be able to get back to it until I was almost done work because just depending on what I had going on on my lunch break, I didn't have time to get back to everybody, but I would make sure that when I was done and home, I would go through and make sure I liked everything. Or I commented where I could. Right. But there's people but that there's, don't ever then, come back to it. Like It's just they post and they're gone. Then I feel like those are the ones that like people, if they like the picture, just like it. Don't leave a comment because don't waste your time. Yeah. And okay. So I, I, I just thought of another one. Okay. And then I have one too. Okay. So a huge pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Huge. And it's been more prevalent lately. Okay. Is... The OnlyFans couples Ooh. in swinger groups okay. that are solely there to promote the wife's OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay. So I understand where they're coming from and why they're trying to do that. And that's their ploy. Well, I right. It. I mean, like I understand it. But if you aren't active in that group, 
and you are doing nothing but only promoting whether it be you're leaving the link in a comment or you're trying to steer direction to your OF, whether it's the couple or just your wife's or whatever, and you don't even make any connections with people in that group, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like straight up scumbags. Like I barely even... Like, I feel weird. I'm not going to lie. I do feel weird when they do like a small business Sunday on one of the groups. Right, but we don't expect anybody in the lifestyle to subscribe to your page. No. Because, I mean, let's be real. If they go to an event, they're going to see the same shit. Yeah, they're going to see it like live, like (laughs) right there up in your face. And depending, like you might already like me and have some kind of a connection with me and I have a connection with you and you might actually get a full on chance. Right. So yeah, I'm not expecting them to do that. But people who We only do it just in case they want to help spread the word. Like to give your link to somebody who they think may enjoy it or whatever. Right. But we're not in the lifestyle to make money no and i cannot fucking stand people that are only in the lifestyle to make money yeah like that's not the point of the lifestyle like at all yeah you're there because you enjoy being non-monogamous and you like to swing and have different partners or because like me i'm bi i would like to have a female that's why i'm in this right and when you're just trying to do it just for money like that's really shallow and i mean it's not a great business plan. No. Because <laughs> well, like, swingers generally don't need to subscribe to OnlyFans pages because they get to see everything. Their live. inboxes are filled with nudes anyway. Right. You know, and of all varying sources. Like right. they've it's, got their thin girls, their fit girls, their thick girls. They've got all different hair colors, tattooed bodies. They've got it. You name it. It's, right. So it's, there's no reason. It's for them stupid too. to use swinger groups or any like alternative lifestyle groups yeah, to promote your OnlyFans. And the other thing that I want to mention about that too, because you're in this lifestyle, 99% of the females have an OF anyway. More than likely, yeah. So like you're not standing out when there's thousands of us right. in the lifestyle that have one. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everybody does. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, some people may be more successful because yeah. they, you know, got a break somewhere mm-hmm. that a bunch of people saw them, but it didn't come from the lifestyle. Like I hate to no, tell you, it did not like the only, the only creators that I can think of who did benefit from the lifestyle on their only fans was the swing nation crew. Okay. Only because, and I can't really hate on them for that, you know, because they have so many newbies that mm. find them on TikTok. Okay. And join their Discord and all that where they're actually not even in the lifestyle. They just want to see what it's all about. And because they get to promote their OnlyFans through their Discord and all their their social medias and all that stuff. Right. Their hosts and the owners probably do very well because they have a they have more very big group yeah i was gonna say they have more of traffic coming in right which is how your numbers work with of right you have to have that foot traffic it's a numbers game so and like i don't really think that 
they set out to make money off of swingers. I think that was just a byproduct (laughs) of, you know, their business model for Swing Nation and Swinger Society. Yeah, it kind of just fell into it. Yeah, because, I mean, like, honestly, the people that actually go to events and everything probably don't subscribe to them. I mean, let's be honest. Right. Because why would they when they can literally see them in person and potentially play with them? This is true. Which is exactly what we got back to in the beginning of it all is the fact that none of these people are going to subscribe because there's that chance that they're going to actually meet you in person and potentially could play with you. Right. But the people that are new and curious about the lifestyle and maybe just like not even wanting to get into it, they just wanted to see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure they're going to follow those links and, you know, see what is going on there because you know they do play with other people that are involved in swing nation and all that on right. their ofs so i mean kudos to them for making that work for them mm-hmm. but for the random people that just go into swing groups and to to promote their of or or a- any type of business yeah. in the lifestyle like do it yourself create your own your own brand basically yeah start from scratch make your own group, you know, do all this, mm-hmm. advertise outside of it. And uh, don't expect the people that you're supposed to be in a community with to pay your bills. Right. That's my giant pet peeve of the day. Okay. So sorry for the rant folks, but <laughs> it's really been getting out of hand lately. It, yeah. In all the groups that we're in, like it's just we see it a lot. Yeah. Well, my other pet peeve that I had, when it comes to the swinging is the multiple play partners in a day Mm -hmm. and how you kind of work with that. Um, now I'm a germ freak. Mm -hmm. Um, not, you know, I'm not like a Sheldon, but I am very much a clean freak. And I personally like, I mean, when it comes to females, like, I might have a few that I make out with in one night, but as far as like playing wise with, I might only have like one or two. Unless it's a group thing. Right. Unless it's like a group thing, which that's only happened twice now in the last, what, seven years? Yeah. Seven, eight years. Yeah. So, um, but I, before parties or anything, I'm like needing to take a shower and need to be clean, everything like that. Um, it's, but when it comes to multiple partners in one day, you know, I'm, I think I feel a little bit weird about that. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, um, I really don't prefer playing with people that have played multiple times that day. Um, and it's hard to tell too. I mean, it's not like you're going to ask them either. Right. I but mean, I mean, like say we were at a hotel takeover, you can kind of see where people are going and disappearing for a while. And right. Then all like, of a you know returning. what's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's doesn't, it doesn't take rocket science. Right. But for me, I just can't do it. I mean, because I don't, and I know this is going to sound stupid, but like, I don't feel special at all at that point. Cause you're like fifth or sixth in the row and you're it's just like, like, cool. It's like being in the fucking deli. Take a number motherfucker. You know, uh, <laughs> I guess I can see. And I'm sorry. Like there's no one that special to me that I'm willing to wait in line. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, that makes sense. I, I probably sound like an asshole saying that, but sorry. You know. Well, okay. Well, it kind of comes back to, you know, needing that connection with the person. So you're not just going to go wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You're not one of those guys. No, I'm not. And like, also, I also want to be able to feel it. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but I mean, you're not going back to normal in, you know, if you're playing back to back to back. Yeah, I mean, you kind of need, depending on the size of the dick, you're going to need a couple days for it to come back to what it normally would be. And you don't know what it would normally be anyway because right. you didn't get that chance to be the first one. And we've seen plenty of guys in the lifestyle. And, oh, yeah. you know, that is not a, an hour fix. <laughs> like No, no, It's no. going to take a little bit to go back to normal. That, so, that's a couple day fix, like three to four days, sometimes even more. So I don't want to be in that position where, you know, I finally get my turn and it's like, um, <laughs> like do, do you do butt stuff? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause like, I'm honest, like I don't have a big dick. Like it's a little bit bigger than average, but you know, it's nothing to write home about. So if I'm like, number three or four or five or whatever. Um, yeah, that's not going to be a good time for me. No, I mean, like you said, I mean, I like your dick, but we've seen the guys that are in the lifestyle and it doesn't matter where, which parties you go to, you will find a good amount of them that are huge. And you're just kind of like, I know I used to think okay. I had a decent dick, like oh, you until we still do. started going to a lot of parties and stuff but there's the, I, to me i think they're just very large yeah but there's so many of them like well, yes i mean yeah, they, they congregated yeah i mean <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like i used to think i had a decent sized dick like compared to you know other guys mm -hmm. but now i'm usually like one of the smallest which is crazy it is crazy but so i'm not waiting in the back of that line sorry ladies i don't blame you but I, I mean, I totally understand that whole thing because our bodies are not magic. <laughs> yeah. And so, but there will be women out there that, you know, will get on my shit about this and be like, well, I'm sure you don't know how the female body works. It goes back to normal, but well, no shit. It does go back to normal, but, but not right like that. Like yeah. it doesn't do that. When you've been getting pounded for four and a half hours, you know, back to back to back. Um, I'm sorry. It's not. It's going to take minimum 24 hours yes. for it to go back to pre-fucking yeah. status. Like, okay, basically, it's the equivalent almost, depending on how big that guy was and how many guys you had, it's the equivalent of literally having a kid. You don't go back right away. It takes time for your muscles to contract. Yeah, I mean... And like I've noticed from you doing your videos mm -hmm. for OnlyFans and stuff, like if you use like a really th thick dildo mm -hmm. and we have sex that night, like I can tell. Right. Like I know that you use something bigger than normal because it's like, hmm. This, <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I hope you wore your plug today. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, the joyful plug. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. and Yeah, I mean, make do. But, I mean, as far as, like, being in the lifestyle with that, like, obviously, 
get it where you can, but at the same time, don't be, don't get butt hurt, possibly literally, when someone who you are interested in doesn't want to play with you if you've had multiple yeah. partners in that one day. Yeah. I mean, like the only time I'd be cool with it is if they're like really close friends and it was like a group of us mm-hmm. and, you know, and as long as obviously no one has like a monster cock, right. but um, if it's kind of like one of those things where everyone's just kind of playing with each other throughout the day, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But like if I'm at a party and I see you run off with, you know, two, three, four guys in the span of four or five hours, you know, even if I was interested in you, it's not going to be that night. Yeah. You know, cause it, it's not the number. It's the needing that mental connection of feeling somewhat special. Right. And the whole thing where I want to feel it and enjoy it. Exactly. And then so. I'm kind of like about like the hygiene with it too. Like I almost feel like you would need to like, well, that's is, more you thing. I that's know. not so much a me thing. No, I'm more of that. Like I said, I'm that whole. Because I mean, I'm gonna have a condom on, so right. Like you're good, but I'm all like, yeah, we need to like. Shower. I mean, I, I, like I definitely wouldn't go down on a woman that's played with other people that day. Yeah. Like that's not my style, but like I would fuck somebody in that scenario. Like I said, where if it was a group of friends, mm-hmm. you know. But in the other case, no. So makes sense. Yeah, so there's our pet peeves yeah. for the swing lifestyle. And, <laughs> I'm uh, sure there'll be more. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I could think of... Sweet pet peeves, the 101. 20 more right now, but <laughs> we got to get to our next segment here. Yeah. Um, also comes from our Kink Kitchen mailbag. Ooh, Kink Kitchen mailbag. Yeah. We got I like some, it. We got some mail from a listener. Okay. Uh, his name is Thomas. All right. And he had originally written after show 12. Okay. When we talked about Monopoly. Oh, all right. So we are going to get a little bit more into that because he had the question of how do you turn a Monopoly relationship into like a triad or thruple? Now, he gave me a little bit more backstory on this. Yeah, I'm going to need that. So basically the wife is the poly one okay and he's the mono one okay now apparently the wife when she was with her ex-husband was a part of a hot wife uh cuckold dynamic okay so uh she had stayed in touch with these guys that she had uh, played with and whatnot all right and i guess that uh in his eyes, that kind of makes her poly because I'm assuming she still plays with them or has some sort of mental or emotional type relationship with them. Okay. Um, and I think what he is wondering is uh, if she is poly or if she's on the swinger side of it. Now, that would depend mm-hmm. because, like I said, if she has that mental and emotional connection any of these guys and be more on the poly that side. would put her on the poly side correct now if she's just fucking them and thomas knows about it mm-hmm. then that would be a swing thing yeah 
that would just be like a hot wife dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, like minus the cut cold part for him. Right. Um, now, what I'm curious about is what type of thruple he's looking for because he did not specify that. Like, so, is he going to be a part of that thruple? Well, no, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Oh, okay. He wants to turn a monopoly into a, a, a thruple. Okay. But what I'm wondering is he looking for another female or if she can add another male okay where like they wouldn't really have a relationship but it would be like kind of like having like a weird uh, v yeah like uh that one uh thruple on tiktok with uh the chick i think her name's sarah um with the green and blonde hair like and she's got the husband with the beard and the nose ring yes 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 yes. okay yes so they're like like the the guys best are buddies. best friends, yeah. yeah, and they just share her. Right. So I'm not sure if that's the type of dynamic he's looking for, or if he wants like a female to be added into the mix. Right. But either way, uh, the the best thing that you can do, Thomas, is have that conversation with your wife. Yeah, that's going to be the first step right there. You know, find out what these other guys are to her, like right. for sure. Right, if she sees them just as play partners or if she has more of that connection with them where she's more wanting that full-on relationship type. Yes, and if she does want a relationship, I mean, and you want it to be a thruple type situation, you need to just tell her that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, say, I'm cool with you bringing a boyfriend into our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, obviously, there's a lot that goes into that conversation yeah you know i'm kind of just generalizing it for you but you know you definitely have to set boundaries and um get to know that person too yeah i mean especially if they're going to be coming into your home and all this stuff and being integrated into your daily life yeah then you're definitely going to want to get to know this person very well yeah and make sure you get along with them because that's just as important i think as the romantic relationship that your wife and he would share mm-hmm. so with that said i think it's doable like i i think turning a monopoly relationship into a thruple or even a, a quad mm-hmm. is doable it just takes communication because yeah. you really have to uh to communicate with that because if you just kind of assume and guess people are going to be on different pages and yeah gonna and be there's going to be arguments and things and yeah people are going to be is, let down yeah the best thing would be to have everybody you know come together you know speak to your wife first right and then from there have everybody get together you know over coffee something platonic that way you guys can just feel each other out hash everything as far as you know what what each person's looking for and what they expect and like Pedro said your boundaries of everything because you're married to her so that's kind of the original relationship and you're bringing in another one you want everybody to work well together right um so I, I just want to read you the last part of this email okay because I I, I think people get the wrong impression about Polly. Okay. Okay. So he says, you and Tink have an advantage over us because we are an older and average looking couple. 
46 and 54. And Tink is an absolute bombshell. And you are so lucky to have her in your life. Not living in a big city, but we are near Philly. But it does make it hard to try to make time for dating and playing with other couples. Thanks and hope this helps and can't wait to hear the episode on Monday. Well, thank you, Thomas, for uh, the compliments. Yes, thank you. But I will tell you that I am not as lucky as you think, my friend. Not because I think she's not beautiful or anything, but because she is so beautiful, it makes my life a little more difficult than you would think. (laughs) I'm sitting over here going, how am I supposed to take this? Well, no, I mean, because you know, like you've seen it just when we try to find couples to play with. Yeah. You attract tens. And of course the other woman is not attracted to me because I don't look like her model boyfriend, you know? And so it's just hard to find compatibility with other couples. Yeah. I mean, you're a 10. I'm like a six or seven, but the couples that even more than a six or seven, honey. Well, you do, but the average person doesn't. And I, and I'm aware of that. It's fine. Like it doesn't hurt my feelings, but you know, when you're pulling other tens, it's like, there's nothing there for me. I mean, sure. If you give me like a weekend with them, I could probably win the woman over with my fan fucking tastic personality, but which usually happens, but in a play setting, like you don't have that time. No, unfortunately. Cause most people just look at you and go, not my type, not my type or that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, sometimes I think being more on the average side, like not to sound rude or anything, but it's more of the advantage. It, it, it would be more of an advantage just to be average. I feel like you're right with that, just because also people who, and I, I don't even like saying this because like, I just don't like saying it, but for people who feel like they're the average ones, there are more of you that feel that way that I feel can come together and find better options as far as compatibility with others versus like the tens. Absolutely. Because there's not really a whole lot of tens. There really isn't. No. And, and I mean, I don't, and like everyone has their own definition of tens. Exactly. Right. But I mean, like I say you're a 10 because obviously you're my wife and I think you're Aww. beautiful. But Love you. I mean, a, a lot of people tell you how beautiful you are, you know, like they, you hear it all the time. Yes, I do. But when we go to play, like I said, it, it creates a very difficult situation. Yeah. Where if you were just average, then it would not be as difficult. Right. And the stupid thing is you don't even go after the pretty boys. You like the average guy like me. <laughs> I like my blue collar men. I'm sorry. You got a beard. You got yourself some tattoos. You got yourself like the Wranglers and cowboy boots or even just work boots. I don't even care. Like I'm all about that. Yeah. But like I'm saying, you don't go after the the pretty faces. I don't go after the pretty face model boys. No, I literally don't even see them. They're not on my radar. Yeah. So it's hilarious when those couples approach you. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know what to do with them because I'm like, 
and like I, they think they have it in the bag yes. because you know they're so good looking and you're and, so good looking and they don't realize that i'm not like that yeah i mean like the female you're like oh i'm gonna fuck the shit out of her oh yeah totally but the guy you're like yeah and that's what ends up breaking it for me because you know they normally they want to play together with me and right. i'm like i'll take your lady but i'm sorry i'm not really dating you yeah sorry and unfortunately those guys are usually pretty yeah. douchey anyway they they are and that's probably also what doesn't help them either right so being average is actually better yeah i mean and don't don't knock yourself for being that way yeah because i wish that we had that <laughs> the other thing is i feel like being average you got a hell of a more confidence for whatever reason and like i that props for that because okay so here's another issue with being i guess more attractive than average okay when you do approach somebody that considers themselves average mm -hmm. they almost don't believe you that you want to play with them like i've had that happen and like i don't think i'm that attractive to where a woman would be like no you don't want to play with me you fucking with me and i'm like uh, yeah i think you're hot but yeah they, they think I'm lying. And it's been that way since fucking school. Like, in little kid school. I used to, to crush honest, on the thick girls. And they would, like, run away from me. It's because of the self-image. Uh, I don't... I can't speak for the guys. Um, but when it comes to the ladies... And we all know I'm a tiny little chick. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be a thick chick. But I'm not built like that. So, for the girls that... I mean, I was friends with the bigger girls. But I know for a fact that what it is is they weren't given that direct in the face attention that the skinny girls got and then you also had all the magazines that always showed but they got it girls. for me like i was always super nice to all of them like but, i was shooting my shot but like nobody, in a discreet way but nobody was nice to them so when I they was. do have one person they don't believe it because they think you're pulling their leg and it's not anything that you did. It's just ingrained in their head that so many people didn't give them a time or day. So what one person that does, they kind of think you're crazy and they don't believe you because why, why, why is this one guy who was actually good looking talking to me and wanting to do something with me or wanting to compliment me and they don't know what to do about it because it doesn't happen. I just became their best friends because they wouldn't because they were awesome chicks well yeah I mean, <laughs> they usually they, they are, all they, were. They were awesome chicks that's why i like them yeah you know but just to like be around them i had to kind of be like their gay best friend yeah without you know? the gay part <laughs> and that went all the way in through high school when i was a cheerleader you know oh, wow. like i got friend zoned so much i bet you did just because you had to literally be their best friend and then they were just like, oh shit, you crossed that line. You're, not, you're stuck there. Well, I mean, like people would say that I was like a player in high school mm -hmm. or like middle school, high school, but I really wasn't. Like I dated almost every grade from seventh grade till I graduated. I was in a at least year long relationship. Yeah, that's not really being like a whore. No. <laughs> or like you weren't a man whore at all that's that's pretty like consistent like you suck it through until it just hey, yeah we're just and, we need to go our separate ways and the last one i fucking married so 
I mean, yeah. But I always dated chicks like you because the thicker girls didn't give you a chance. Didn't give me the time of day. And you're like, but I want you. I even, <laughs> I even almost got kicked off of my freshman cheer squad for sticking up for one of the girls that I had been crushing on for years because she wanted to be a flyer oh. and the coach wouldn't even let her try because oh. she was one of the bases. Mm-hmm. So I like flipped out on the coach and was like, yo, I'm here now. Like I will put her ass in the air 300 times a, a game. Like I don't care. <laughs> you know, I can do it by myself. I don't need any help. And like I showed her, like I put her up in a chair in like three and a half seconds, just whoop, and That's she was awesome. up there. But the coach got so pissed off because like, you know, that's not what they, that's the no, it wasn't normal. And right. Because all of our other flyers were 95 pounds, yeah. you know, four eleven, five foot tall, 95 pounds. This chick was like 140, you know, five, oh. eight. <laughs> So she was volley. She was a volleyball oh, girl. Oh yes, I mean she was. Ooh. She was a thick girl. Mm, I'm liking the sound of it. <laughs> but you know, like I didn't care. Like if I was going to be the one throwing her around, right? What the fuck does it matter? Right, it shouldn't have. But like, let the other female bases throw the little girls around. Right. Like I'll take the man work. You know. <laughs> like, give me that thick ass. Yes. <laughs> like I want it all to myself. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we got off topic on just a little the, bit on the poly thing. It's okay. But um, yeah. So, Thomas, talk to your wife. Yep. Like, lay it all out there. See what she wants. See what you want, and make it happen, man. That's yep. really all you can do. I think so. So, all right. So, what do we got next? We got. So the next one is our BDSM segment, Ooh. and for our masochist again oh man they get all the fucking love i know i'm sorry but i mean technically it works well for you and your favor (laughs) all right don't be impressed um but i want to talk about the impact play and a lot of that ends up leaving marks and duh well yeah i mean that's kind of the whole point but there's a difference between um just being at home or at parties and having them show up yeah versus being in public and um, people going, oh, shit, she's being beat the fuck up. <laughs> and them going, like, are they having a problem? <laughs> right. Which has always been a problem with BDSM. Right. Because you would assume because you have bruises or you've got rope yep. burns that it's because. Abuse. Yeah. And it's not because it's all consensual and they don't understand. Right. But, but the outside world doesn't know that. Correct. They're not in your bedroom. Right. You know, hearing you consent to having that done exactly so that's why as a community like we need to take that into consideration right and not you know kind of shove our lifestyle on the general public no you know we try to be discreet and i i do feel because i have run into this myself that um us ladies being able you know to go out in public we are discreet about things um now okay an example would be when we have impact plays, you, I mean, obviously do a lot more towards my butt. Um, 
but we've had it and normally it's towards the fall time mm-hmm. where the level of extreme yeah. kind of ups a little bit um i'll get a little bit more bruising on my ass and then it will also travel down my thighs on the front and the back um but that's because i'm no longer wearing a bikini and i'm no longer wearing shorts anymore at least not like booty shorts that everything's gonna show except going to the gym now right but um <laughs> once it gets a little bit cooler you'll be wearing your leggings i'll be having yeah i'll be wearing the leggings so then we'll actually won't have to worry too much about it yes um but that's kind of the thing that us ladies have to kind of keep in mind about is you know the placement of things and if we need to cover it up if we receive marks where it can't be covered with our clothing mm-hmm. you know easy we went through this in high school hickeys on the neck not saying that that's something that we would be dealing with in a bdsm but i mean there's bite marks so that's where your makeup's going to come in handy you're going to want to use that foundation you want to color match it so that it'll blend in very well Mm -hmm. um and you know just those simple little things yeah and as a dominant you know if you know your submissive will be out in the public eye that's something you have to keep in the back of your mind Right. You know, find your placements. Yes. Don't be leaving marks where it's going to be difficult for the submissive to hide it. Correct. You know, and especially for female dominance on males. Yeah. Um, because obviously males aren't going to be wearing makeup and all that shit. Nope. But we also have the advantage of we can kind of get away with, oh, you know, you got a bruise, Mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But depending on that person's job. Right. They may be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you all right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, because that's another thing that they'll start questioning on is before they weren't really, but now they're kind of being like, again, is your right. wife not treating you right at home? Right. Did she hit you in an ashtray again? You know? Yeah. Like, you got to be careful with that. Right. So just male and female dominance need to pick their placement, mm-hmm. you know, understand your submissive schedule. Yes. Because obviously you're going to want to go lighter if you know they're going to be out in public a lot in the next you know couple days to a week right Um, depending on how fast they heal right um like for us i can't do anything to you really unless we know we have a solid two weeks that you're going to be covered up yeah so that's (laughs) a, a little rough for us because then we don't really get to do heavy impact play often no we definitely don't which is kind of sad and I mean, we also have to watch out because you do OnlyFans and not everybody's into that. So, yeah, you know, like if you know we're going to have an impact scene, you have to make videos and pictures and stuff for the content for at least a week yes. so that I can post that and be like, yeah, we're good. So that you don't have, <laughs> you know, an entire ass cheek that is black and blue. Yeah, because they'll, they'll see it. Oh, and yeah. they've they've noticed even like my small one that I got yeah. for my birthday a few years ago. Yeah, just a little one. It was a like, little what one. The fuck? They're like, man, you got smacked. And I was like, yeah, it was a wooden paddle. <laughs> yeah. And obviously you don't want to lose money when people aren't into that. Right. So, so yes, definitely be cautious with that. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch real quick on is the wearing of day collars. Um, now, of course, when you're in the public eye, some people, depending on your, on the, what your color looks like, may ask questions about it. I, luckily with this collar, have not received any 
questions as far as like, what is that? I have gotten a compliment by a little old lady who said it was very pretty. <laughs> but I think she just liked that it was, you know, more dainty for my little neck. Yeah. Well, I mean, like your day collar is, it's just a necklace with like a circle. Right. So yeah. the only people that would really understand is the people in the lifestyle. And like I ran into somebody one time at the store and I noticed their collar. And it wasn't like my like going out into like the lifestyle parties, my thicker collar. Oh, it wasn't like the infinity collar. Yeah, it wasn't the infinity collar, but it was something similar. Um, it was it was thicker than the one that I'm wearing now. And as soon as I saw it, I was just like, I like your collar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only thing I could come up with because like I've never come across anybody else outside in public that's not here. at a party here yeah. here yeah. in alabama yeah. <laughs> like i've never come across that so i was like oh there's another one of us i was so excited i mean they're definitely out there but yes but not we're so all... much in this area no and again i think people are you know depending on your area you're going to be discreet and it is what it is you you have to sometimes right so yeah and like your big collar you know your infinity collar mm -hmm. You can actually go back to wearing that now. I can, yeah. Because you won't be going to work. Because... The only downfall would be uh, at the gym. Well, yeah. So, like, the days that I go to the gym, I will have to change it out. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, but as members of the BDSM community, um, like, I know we want to promote the lifestyle and stuff and raise awareness for it. But at the same time, if you have a crazy collar, mm -hmm. like be mindful of where you wear it to because not everybody wants to be involved in your dynamic and by wearing your BDSM jewelry and you know clothing and stuff like that mm -hmm. you're kind of getting other people involved when they don't want to be depending it, on what it is right because it's a it's a distraction and it catches their eye and they may not know what it's for and they don't understand that dynamic and it puts them in an awkward position. Um, and I hate to say that, I mean, you do, you have to kind of think of others um, just because you don't really want to have all that attention brought in, in, in a right, negative you don't way. Want negative attention. Right. And then unfortunately, because they don't understand it, it's automatically going to go towards that right. negative. You're just going to be that weirdo or freak or yes. whatever that's in town that wears the weird shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But where, if you can, wear the day collar, yep. not the big, heavy, you know, play collar or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, I love wearing my my infinity collar. Right. But when you go out, you hide it with your hair. And I do. You turn it around so the ring is in the back. Yeah. And I wear things where the ring would be hidden. Like, I'll make sure, like, my T-shirt has more of, like, a around my neck kind of feel um, that way. I kind of feel like it's a little bit more hidden. Um, and that way I don't really get too many stares. Yeah. And I mean, the infinity collar isn't crazy. Like no. it just looks like a thick, solid necklace. Like, yes. you know, as long as you can't see the ring in the front, you know, for the collar. Or for, <laughs> for where the leash would yeah. attach. Yeah. Uh, I think it fits fine. a little bit better when it's turned around. <laughs> yes. So just be mindful mm -hmm. of all that stuff. I mean, cause we want to make the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle approachable. Right. 
And if you're going out looking all crazy and shit, that's not approachable to the general public. No. You know, like we want to be able to have good conversations with people that don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. That the only thing they may know is like 50 shades of gray or whatever. Right. And obviously we want to steer them in the right direction and not uh, the fantasy book version of it. So do your part. Don't wear crazy shit in public and watch where you beat the shit out of your submissive. Yes. (laughs) And try to hide your bruises. And key point, to make your bruises go away faster, not saying that, I mean, we probably already know because us ladies, we pay attention to a lot of things. Um, And men. But drink your water. Yes. It really makes your your healing process go a lot faster. Yeah. And eating healthy does too. Yes, that too. (laughs) Because then you get the vitamins and nutrients that your body needs to heal itself. Yes. So... All right, so uh, I think we got our final segment. We do. And that's going to be Tink's Toy Box. (laughs) You still have to make a sound. Can you make that one? Because I really liked it. I did make the sound. (gasps) You did? Yeah, remember? I I used the vibrators. Oh, that's right. But I don't know where the fuck it got to. Oh, no, (laughs) you lost the sound. Oh, dear. It's hiding somewhere on my computer oh okay well that's fine we'll have to find it for the next one yeah so okay what are you gonna be diddling yourself with tonight Uh so this is one of the toys that i had gotten to test out and it's called and this is great amazon for you they have it called the toy cod two-in-one thrusting sucking dildo vibrator three modes clitoral clitoral and seven in the thrusting end. Okay, so yes. you've got a so, fish vibrator sucker. It's not a fish. <laughs> it looks like... I Hold that up for the camera. Can we see it? Yeah. Okay, so it's only like what? Eight inches long? Mm, yeah, Something like, like that. seven, eight inches. So one end is what you would insert in, and it moves. It goes you know. Back and forth. Yep. So... It thrusts. It thrusts real quick back and forth. We got some good speeds. Some pulsing. There we go. Seven different options that you can choose however you want to have this thing attack you. Okay. And then the other side has this little suction with a little tongue flicker in the inside. (laughs) Interesting. Christ, like <laughs> warp drive, <laughs> and like that's on my finger. You can like hear it like bouncing my finger around in there. I feel like that would like rip your clit off. It's it, well, see, it kind of goes around your clit. So the tongue part. This mouthpiece goes around your clit. Yeah, and then the tongue then, touches it directly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the tongue part would it's, like rip it off. It'd go. But it's a, it's a round little knob. Like a, it's, it's a soft yeah, round yeah, knob. Yeah, it just yeah, moves yeah. really fast. So yeah, that's what I got. Okay. So, um, what are you going to demonstrate? So I think, oops, my bad. I think what I'm going to do first is I'm going to do like the clit stimulation with it. Okay. And then from there. We'll see about doing the other end, and then I'll kind of give like a little bit of a review on it. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. All right. 
so she's setting up her camera for the OnlyFans stuff because, you know, gotta make that money. Now she's rearranging herself. Uh, it will be. Now it is. Okay. Titties. Okay. Okay, so we got the play microphone on the floor so that hopefully we can hear it. Yeah, there we go. Knocking shit over. There you go. There we go. Okay. So, I just have it on the first setting. Okay, and what's it doing? Like, so, how does it feel? So, it kind of like suctions on a little bit. Like... Okay. Kind of, you can kind of hear that it like suctions on, and then just like it's flicking back and forth on my clit. Hmm. Like, I mean, it feels it feels good. <laughs> and and you use that with no lube or anything. You don't have to. You don't really need any lube. I mean, you could you like for your, on your clit, you wouldn't need to use any lube. Okay. But the other end, you might want to. But oh, I mean, well. it's it's a. Or I guess depending on how well the clit side does. <laughs> To get you right, lubed that's, up. That's why I'm like, I'm just going to do the clip first because then I maybe won't need any lube. Gotcha. And I, we all know I'm a clip person, so it's like, ha, ah, yes. And then we'll, we'll go up a little bit higher. Hee <laughs> hee. Okay, so this is what? The second level. Second level. Yeah. A little more intense. A little more intense. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Oh. Is it gonna make you come already? It might. Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! Okay. Whew. So next level up. Next level up. That's what it's doing. Oh my god! Oh. So this is like uh. men. We we don't uh, exist anymore. Uh, 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 like look at that. Uh, it was on her clip for like ten uh, seconds, and she's ready to come. Oh my god! Okay, so apparently level three, ladies. That's that's the. If you need to get shit done right fucking now, uh-huh. that's what you're going to want to use. second one was already getting me really like close but then when i hit it on the third one i was just like yeah this is gonna be done Dumb. i'm gonna be done so now we're gonna try the other way okay so that was like under two minutes <laughs> like start to finish <laughs> and you probably could have got there in like a minute if you would have just started on level three probably so i mean almost the equivalent i think of the rose i don't have the rose but everybody's always obsessed about it yeah but yeah i'm thinking that would be definitely the way that would go I, I, I think the only difference between that and the rose is it may not be as 
comfortable in your hand to because like I know a lot of people like to like move that rose around. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of what you can do with this one. Um, but since it has such a good little opening, like right in there, like it just sucks the clit right into it. So it works really well and you don't really have to move it anywhere. Mm. You just put it right on the clit and you're done. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm going to try the other way. Okay. I might have to make it wet. And she deep throats it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Such a such a slut. <laughs> you like it. All right, so try to get that in. Ooh. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I feel like this is gonna like hit your G spot. Yeah, because it has a slight curve to it. And the part that actually moves is only like two it's or a, three inches. Yeah, it's not a whole lot. So it's more of that like sensual sliding in and out right so for any of you guys out there that are on the smaller side this toy is replicating what we can do Maybe. it's like that three or four inches right oh, but in, that's, in that's, the opening there that's still a nice spot though like this feels really good but I can just tell from your face like, it's nothing, like, on your clit. Right. Like, it's not wowing you. <laughs> it's not wowing me. You can try to go faster. Now, what if you squeeze, like, with your Kegels? <laughs> I get stuck again. I have to watch with my Kegels because I'm so tight when I clench down. It stops it. Or it sounds like it's still going. But can you hear the difference? Yeah. Like it, you can hear the tone difference. Yeah. But does it feel any better like when you squeeze down like that? A little bit, yeah. But actually it's like the angle. Like if I can get the angle like this, that's where it feels better. So like pointing up towards your G spot? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I definitely feel like it works well for the G spot. It's all the different settings. Interesting. Uh huh. So now, are any of these like doing it for you, or I mean, or is this part of it just kind of like a novelty thing? It's kind of like a novelty thing. Okay. So it's not really meant to get you there. I mean, it, it might for some. If you, like if I kept working on my G-spot, I think it would probably get me to come again. Right. But but if you want to go in a quickie, like just use the other side got on you. your clip. Yeah. Because I mean, like it, it's not very big. Mm -mm. Like it's not dildo-ish. No, it's smaller than, a, than your dildo. Yeah. Like it's. I don't even know the actual width-wise of it. And I'm going to say it's probably only like an inch wide. Yeah, so it's definitely thin. Yeah. 
So it's not hitting like your side walls and no. stuff. It's basically it's just getting the entrance and yeah. like right where the G spot would be. Okay. So what would you give this? Ooh. I would give this probably, I would probably give this one probably like a seven and a half to an eight. Seven and a half to an eight out of 10. Yeah. Mainly just for the, the clit side. Yes, pretty much. The clit side is what's giving me that eight. Okay. So, like, you would recommend this to a girlfriend? Oh, heck yeah. Like, especially if they're, like, clit wanting. And, like, I mean, this can basically tease you. Right. So, like, if you can use this to tease yourself, great. And then use the other spot to get yourself done. Yeah, yeah. And it works really well for OF. <laughs> because you can tease yourself while making your content. And then switch it out. Put it on your clit. And then right. make a mess. Well, yeah, because, I mean, obviously, if you keep it on there, you're going to squirt all over the place. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Did you squirt tonight? No. No. No, but... Is it, that when you stopped, when yes. you were like, oh, yes. Because, <laughs> like, you. I didn't want it on my chair and, like, all over the floor. Again. Again. Yeah, my chair was already soaked once. <laughs> okay. So, there you have it. Um, We will post the name of this thing. Because I don't know if you can still get it on Amazon or not, but yeah, it might be one of those things where you'll have to go through search, search for through it. the health and wellness section for women. It's and probably out there just under a different brand now, right? Because a all these brand name. toys are basically Chinese, and Pretty much. they change manufacturers or brands every two months. So, just look for that in the description if you are interested. Yes, um, and. I believe that is going to be it for tonight. Thank you, Tink, for pleasuring yourself. You're very welcome. In front of our tens of listeners. You're very welcome. I'm sure that they appreciate hearing you get off. <laughs> well, I am always happy to do so. Better than hearing me get off. And be like, ah, ah, shit, ah. you know. You do not sound like that at all. Because <laughs> if on. you did, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, you're ruining my my persona here all right all right we're gonna go with the fact that you sound like i don't even know what it's like a terrible <laughs> a terrible um oh my goodness the it just stopped but the <sighs> griffin that's all i can think <laughs> peter of griffin. yes peter griffin that's all i can think of but a really bad <laughs> yeah that's all i could think of well i just want to be like super sexy and you know, oh, you, you got the whole sexy vibe going on over there right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I want people to think of whenever I come that I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> it'll just right. ruin it. <laughs> totally what you got this whole like macho sexy look and then you come like that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Anything I can do to ruin somebody's day. I'm, I'm there You're for it. You're all for it. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think that's going to be it. I think so. Thank you guys for listening. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings One, and at JUST underscore Pedro 83. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and 
watch all the sexy videos and uh, the tour reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. <laughs>